Hi guys, welcome to another edition of the Ambition Podcast. My name is Israel Zapp. I am your host, and I am super excited to bring this conversation starter to you. So if you're on your run, keep running. If you're in your kitchen cooking, keep cooking. And please ask yourself if you can like if this is edible after shipping it to Izzy's house because Izzy is hungry and you would like to feed him. So if you're cooking, <laughs> keep cooking. Tell me what you're cooking in the comments below. Keep baking. Whatever it is you're doing, keep doing it because this is a small segment, a small conversation starter that we are excited to bring to you today here on the Ambition Podcast. Please feel free to like, subscribe, comment, share, complain. Everything in between, we are super excited to bring this episode to you. If you have not seen the previous episode where I talk about um, police reform, please uh, feel free. The link should be down below somewhere. We are super excited to bring that to you as well. And um, we're going to get started with today's uh, topic. So today, the conversation starter that I am super excited. Conversation starter, there's small segments. They are here to start the conversation here, but it continues with you wherever you're at. It goes like this. <clears throat> am I allowed to doubt God? Am I allowed to doubt God? I like that title. Kind of provocative. I was uh, tossed up between am I going to hell for doubting God or am I allowed to doubt God? I want you guys to write this down. If you're able to take notes, write it down. Am I allowed to doubt God? I remember growing up in church, <clears throat> excuse me, um, growing up in church as a kid, I'm reading stories about the Bible. I'm listening to sermons about the Bible. I'm listening to sermons about Jesus and, and who God is and all of these different things entailing about this amazing, majestic being that created the whole universe in six days and rested on the seventh. Super awesome. I, I, I heard all of these different stories about his splendor and his wonder. And attached to all these different segments would be, don't doubt God. Whatever you do, don't doubt, don't doubt God. And although the teachings are biblical and they're and they're morally right and they're and they're, and they're godly, talking about don't don't doubt them. The 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 thing that I want to look at really is why aren't we allowed to question? Why aren't we allowed to ask a question? If this being, this one who created the universe, I believe God is big, he's powerful, he's omnipotent, he's all-powerful, he's the powerful God. There's no God like him. There's no God beside him. There's only one God, and Jesus is his name. I believe that. My question is, are we allowed to doubt? Furthermore, are we allowed to question? I want to take us to John 20, verse 24 to 26. And it goes like this, out of the Passion Translation, it, it, John writes, he says, One of the twelve wasn't present when Jesus appeared to them. It was Thomas, whose nickname was the twin. So the disciples informed him, we have seen the Lord with our own eyes. Still unconvinced, Thomas replied, there's no way I'm going to believe this unless I personally see the wounds of nails in his hands, touch them with my finger, and put my hand in the wound in his side where he was pierced. Verse 26, eight days later, Thomas and all the others were in the house together, and even though all the doors were locked, Jesus suddenly stood before them. Jesus says, peace to you. I want to go back. And to verse 25, Thomas says this. He says, there's no way I'm going to believe. 
Isn't it crazy how when when Thomas he's 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 in this moment Jesus was just crucified he was just beaten there are records that say that when he, when Jesus was beaten he was he was not able to be uh, recognized he was unrecognizable skin was peeling off his face you've seen the skeleton in his body all of these different horrific 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 moments these disciples endured while they watched their Messiah the people the person that they believe was more than a prophet, was more than a teacher, was more than a theologian, but rather he was the promised Christ. He was the promised Messiah that was coming to free Jerusalem all the way from the world, uh, from from uh, a world of sin. He they they believed that Jesus was that person. When they believed that Jesus was that person, and then he gets beaten. He gets tortured. He gets he gets hurt. He gets damaged. He he he's beaten to the point of death, and then he's hung up on a cross for all to see, for all to mock, for all to laugh at and to scoff at. One account says uh, there were soldiers and there were and there were Pharisees and there were there were different leaders, different people surrounding the cross, and they said, "If you are the Son of God, why don't you come down?" All these different things were happening just for him to be put in a tomb, and for three days. They heard nothing. <clears throat> to be a disciple who hears nothing from your teacher, from your Messiah, after he said that he would, in three days, he would raise his body up and still nothing, it's hard for you to believe, especially if it's happening right now. Now, modern time in 2021, we have the Bible for those of us who are Jesus followers, Jesus people, Jesus Bible-believing, God-worshipping people. We believe this wholeheartedly. It's really, if you say Jesus rose from the grave, it's really easy for us to believe it. Here's, here's our problem, though. The problem is that nowadays, it's hard for people to walk in total faith of every single aspect of their life. Some of us, it's hard for, for us to believe that God can bring healing to our lives. Some of us, it's hard to believe that God can heal our hearts, heal our wounds. Some of us, God, it's hard for us to believe that God can touch our finances. Some of us find it hard to believe that God can pull through in any of our life situations. So when we read a story like this, and when we grow up in church culture teaching us, you're not allowed to doubt God, always have faith. Part of me is wondering, am I allowed to doubt God? Am I allowed to have questions? Am I allowed to wonder, God, can you really handle what I have to say? The one thing that really hit me about this is that I came to the realization that sometimes we treat God that as big and as powerful and awesome he is, our one question, our one doubt can possibly take his glory and splendor away. I think God is more frustrated with the fact that we refuse to doubt and we refuse to question because we think that we're going to take his glory away than he is with the actual question. Here's what I have to say about this. Further later, when Jesus comes and he meets with the disciples, he comes to Thomas and he says, Thomas, put your hand in my side. You wanted to see the wounds, here they are. And this is what Thomas says before any of the other disciples ever said it. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. Before any other disciple can make that de declaration, Thomas, the one we call Doubting Thomas, 
made that declaration. What am I trying to wrap up with all of this? Are you allowed to doubt God? You should ask Thomas. Because when you doubt God, God doesn't respond with, I'm going to strike you dead, buddy. <laughs> no. He responds with, all right, you doubt me? You question? You got a question? I've got an answer. I want to remind you on this podcast here in the Conversation Starter segment on this amazing podcast here on the Ambition, you, Ambition crew, right here, we were able to start this conversation. Please remember to like, subscribe, comment, share, complain, comment section down below. We love you. And remember, God's really big. He can handle your questions. Peace out.